Welcome to the QAC Team Podcast Series with your host, Charles Luttrell. Our series features leaders and business owners in your community discussing the customer experience, employee satisfaction, and performance improvement. Our series will help share strategic ideas for coaching and mentoring through mystery shopping in a post-pandemic economy. And now here's your host, Charles Luttrell. Good afternoon, listeners. I am here with Sean. Good afternoon, Sean. Hey, Chuck. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yourself? Hanging in there, bud. Yeah, that's great. Sorry about the little bit of technical difficulties you had there, but we're here and we're connected. (laughs) Absolutely. So tell our listeners who you are and what you do. Well, I'm Sean Lipscomb. My wife, Jennifer Ehrlich, and I started Horizon Traders about 11 months ago. And our original goal was to work with local nonprofits and to help them capture in-kind donations and either help distribute or monetize those donations in exchange. They would help us offset the overhead of the building, which was the former Amrine Foods building. And it's our first, first try at a venture like this. And as we got going, gained some traction. A lot of people kept coming around through the back door asking when we were going to open the store and, you know, what happened to the store and so on and so forth. And after about 250, 300 people, it seemed, we thought, I guess we're opening a store. So then we renovated the front end of the building and opened up our first food store. And we've been cranking away at it ever since. We opened on November 1st. We service the uh, local restaurant, caterers, nonprofit membership group, communities, and uh, we also are open to the public. So we've just been feeling our way through and just being a part of the community and trying to make a difference. So far, it's been received really well. Mm -hmm. Now, the old Amrine building, that was in, is that Joppa Town? Yes, right on Pulaski Highway, 704 Pulaski Highway in Joppa. You know, and and (laughs) we've been told many times how big the shoes are that we have to fill because the Amrines (laughs) were there for 30 years and everybody that's ever met them thinks they're best friends. So they had a knack for really giving that personal service. And we like to think that we're cut from the same cloth. Oh, that's great. That's great. Now let's circle back a little bit to the um, nonprofit. Can you tell us a little bit about what it is that this nonprofit does? Well, this particular nonprofit, we we're open to working with many, but where we started with is a, a local nonprofit called Nation. It was founded by a guy named Derek Hopkins, who's the Register of Wills for Harford County. And he was able to get the Klein family to basically let them rent a farm for rent-free. He takes women in from detoxes and recovery centers, teaches them equine studies, farm life, gets them involved in 12-step fellowship activities, just to help them get back on their feet and work their way back into the community. And it's a something we feel they're very passionate about and we 100% support. And they're basically on their own. They get some grant money from the county every year, but they're responsible to come up with the difference. And it's a pretty significant nut. So it made sense that we would partner up and they help us and we help them and just try to raise capital going. Oh, that's, that sounds great. I really, I really like that. That is great. So why did you decide to be a business owner? Well, <laughs> that's the million-dollar question. Um, <laughs> we, uh, 
maybe we need to get our heads examined, um, possibly. <laughs> no. We owned a local janitorial company for the last 16 years, and we serviced a lot of the warehousing and distribution centers in the Aberdeen, Perryman area, and did really well with it, but we got kind of burnt out in basically selling time, selling other people's time for a living. And it was just a thankless nonstop grind. And we were open 24 seven COVID hit. We thought it was going to put us out of business. What it really did was doubled our business because none of the DCs shut down. So we had to somehow magically double our staff and we just blew up. And so as a result of that, we were able to work out a deal with a guy that, uh, <laughs> this is an interesting story came to this country years ago from Guatemala legally, worked his way to citizenship, and he is living the American dream. And we've worked out a deal where we're financing the sale of our company, purchase for him, and we're helping him to be successful. And we continue to offer guidance and help him along. And he's done a great job with what we built. And we were looking for our next move. We weren't ready to retire. And things just, the way it's always worked in my life, God puts things in my path and you're either walking through the door or you're ignoring the sign. And I've always been fortunate enough to walk through the door and it landed us here. We had zero aspirations to ever get into the food business. It never occurred to me. It wasn't it just kind of lined up that way. The building was available. The nonprofits needed help, needed to rent out the back of the building. A guy I hadn't seen since seventh grade showed up to rent. I mean, everything just fell in place. So, um, Kind of happened like a whirlwind, to be honest. I'd like to tell you that it was intelligently planned to the letter, but that's just not how it is. Right. We just kind of showed up and it fell in place. Yeah, that was my next question, you know, because why did you choose this industry? Because it's kind of interesting that you got from janitorial services to now you're in the food industry. Well, I sold forklifts and material handling equipment in Harford County for many years and was very Mm -hmm. successful at it. So I had a lot of relationships in warehouses and Felt like I understood warehousing to some extent, at least the material handling aspect of it, and just felt comfortable with it. And that lent itself to us being successful in janitorial in that sector. Uh And then with this being a small warehouse, to me, it made sense. Well, I know how to operate a warehouse. We could do this. Products are products. Um, Food business is a little trickier than most. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's people dealing with people. It's Uh forming relationships. It's holding up your end of the deal. That's how I see it. Right. That is great. Now let's talk about your business model a little bit. So what are you, um, what are you looking to do going forward with, um, with horizon? Well, being that we're not really interested in completely emulating what the Amrines did, they had 63 trucks. They had, I think it was 145 to 150 employees between two locations They were a full-blown distribution company. We're just going to operate the cash and carry store. And and one of the other things that I do and I I like doing is working with the distributors and the manufacturers and gaining access to their salvage. And wherever I can find a really good deal on discontinued product or overruns or mislabeled product or broken case, I go ahead and I make an offer and I buy the product and I make it available to the public at a really discounted price. Cause uh, at the end of the day, I mean, you're watching what's happening. I'm not really sure how families are going to be able to survive in this current climate. And so we just feel like, you know, it's an opportunity to help 
offset our overhead, and you'll hear me say that a lot, but also provide a public service and provide good quality food at, at affordable rates. So that's that's the largest part of what we're doing. But the other part of it is, is being that we're not going to be a full-blown distributor. We have at, we have resources within the building that we're, we're looking to partner up with people and say, hey, look, you need extra storage. You need freezer storage. We have pallet positions available for rent. And just trying to see what we can do to partner up with the local small businesses that are struggling, band together and see what we can do to help each other out. Yeah, I think that's a, that's that's a great point you bring up is helping the small businesses because I, you know, you're a small business, I'm a small business, and you know, how do we come together and help each other? And I think your your business model, your idea is really, really, really good. I, I could see you know this going far because there's so many small businesses that can, you know, use that type of product that to save money. You know, sure. Uh, the response we've received has been overwhelming. I got to say, it touches my soul at times. Mm-hmm. And we started basically organically. We did a soft opening intentionally on November the 1st. And the Chamber of Commerce is locked and loaded, ready to do a full-blown ribbon cutting and media event and dignitaries from Harford County. And we held off on that intentionally. We wanted to make sure that, A, we knew what we were doing, B, that our tech was working properly, and see that if the masses did come to the door, we'd be able to handle the flurry. So we've grown very organic the time we've been there. And we just feel like the community's really embraced us and been great. Our Facebook presence that we're developing has been all done organically. And the word of mouth has been amazing. I got to say the community's really gotten behind us and that's huge. Yeah, it's definitely um, something that as long as it's well-received, you know, by the community and, and the public, it's it's gonna it's gonna take off. Absolutely. Now, Agreed. do you have a do you have a specific target market that you're looking to the target this to, or is any is it anyone? Um, I mean, in in broad terms, it's probably anyone. But when speaking in terms of com- commercial customers, um, I feel like where we fit in, and I hate to say this because it sound awful, but we're kind of like the 7-Eleven of the commercial food business. We're the convenient guy because we don't deliver. We're pretty much the guy that's going to appeal to the food trucks, the VFWs, the American legions, the uh, just the smaller type environments that can't really, they can't take the volume that it's required to receive deliveries. So mm-hmm. they're kind of stuck in the middle. And I feel like that that's a good target audience for us. I like that. That's a, that's a, that's a great thing. Yeah. I mean, and we're kind of in the same boat as they are. I mean, we're not big enough to deal direct to get truckloads of product or whole pallets of one single line item. So, you know, we're, we're kind of stuck in the middle too. So it just, Mm -hmm. you know, perhaps it's my imagination, but I kind of feel like if we all pull together, we can get to that next level and all of us survive. Absolutely. That that's that's key right there, you know, just getting the word out, you know, of what you're doing. And, and you know, I'm looking forward to that ribbon cutting. I would I would definitely love to know when that's gonna happen. Well, make that sure would, you're aware. Absolutely. And um, you know, once that happens, you know, get the word out and get this business flying. That that's that'd be great. <laughs> 
Hey, listeners, QAC team here. We interrupt this podcast to offer business owners an opportunity to take advantage of our free business analysis. We will visit your location to assess food quality, timing, customer service, and cleanliness. From the web, visit QACteam.com and click on free analysis and consultation at the top of the page. While you are there, to sponsor a podcast or be featured, click on Feature Me. For mobile users, select from the menu options. We look forward to helping your business grow. So I, I know it's been a challenge, you know, from from the time you, you walked in there. So give us a little bit of rundown of some of the challenges that you do face currently with what you're trying to work on. Well, I'd have to say the the main thing is the expensive overhead. The mm-hmm. um, Our utilities, are, they run pretty high. We try to run as lean as possible, but utilities are killing us. But thankfully, we uh, qualify. We're in an enterprise zone. That was news to me. Uh-huh. And uh, through the local SBDC office, they were very helpful in getting us set up with the PGE seed program, which, when approved, will get us a 25% discount on our utilities for five years, as long That's- as we provide one time, one, excuse me, one full time employment opportunity for someone. And we've already got them lined up. So it's cool that they're investing in the community. And, uh, but ultimately, that's what it is. It's the overhead of the building, the utilities, and the overall cost of products. Right. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you that because I know you said you're offering freezer space. So that has to be, you know, killing it on the power side because they run 24-7. <laughs> well, they do. And we're not, you know, we have an upstairs that's full of offices that we don't even use at this point. So the lights are never on up there. Mm-hmm. And anything that we don't need to have turned on is not turned on. But we're still looking at pretty exorbitant utility bills. I couldn't imagine if we were running the building at full capacity, what they'd look like. It would probably choke us. Yeah. Well, I'm looking to expand pretty soon. So maybe I can rent one of those little office spaces out upstairs from you. Well, we have room and, and we're ready to go. You know, and it's not something that we're putting out to the masses. I, I meet with a consultant weekly. He's a friend of mine who's, very much an engineering kind of mind. We're wired exactly opposite of each other. And he's like, man, you should just blast it out to everybody that you're renting space. I don't want to just rent to anyone. I'd rather rent mm-hmm. and partner up with people that make sense. Not, not looking to just rent space out because it's available. I'm looking for it to be something that's a complement to what we do and a complement to what they do. Yes. We don't compete with one another. We enhance one another. And I just, I believe that's true. And yeah, can, very strategic. Yeah, I like that. Very, very strategic. Yeah, that's what you want, right? Absolutely. So now you talked about your uh, business with the uh, janitorial um, business. How COVID really that 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 made it skyrocket because everybody needed cleaning. So has the pandemic had any effect on what you're currently doing with what you're with with um, Horizon, or is that pretty much beyond the the, the COVID issue now? Um. I would have to say that it's probably the residual effect of all the money that we printed and gave away and got people that didn't want to work. It just, you know, and then the supply chain got destroyed and there's so many factors involved and I couldn't put a finger on any one of them, but I have to say that I know for a fact that the cost of goods has become exorbitant. It may have always been, high but now it's just some things are absolutely ridiculous and we see 
fluctuating price. Like if we order a product this week and then we order the same product next week, it may cost more than we're actually selling it for the week before. Mm-hmm. So the, the constant fluctuation in pricing and a lot of things like that. And I got to believe that that is somehow related, at least residually to COVID. Yeah. Yeah. It's this inflation thing. It's hitting everybody. And, you know, I, I, that would be great if you could, you know, offset these costs for these products that you can get for the, the little guys that sure. can come in, you know, help you grow your business, but helps, helps these food trucks and these smaller businesses able to get food at a decent price so they can make a profit for once, you know? Right. So they're not too frat, you know? Interestingly that you bring that up, one of the things that occurred to me, a lot of this is just spitballing ideas because it's on my mind around the clock, is that, you know what, maybe we partner up with several little guys, be it food trucks or whomever, that just really can't make minimums. And, hey, let's create a buying group. And that way we can go to that next level of purchase and buy goods at a much better rate. You know, obviously you got to take more volume to do so, but if you settle that over 10, 12 different people working together, suddenly it becomes affordable. Right and now, all of a sudden you can make that profit that you're missing. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. I really do. And, uh, no, keep- and I don't think it's an original idea. Buying groups are everywhere. I just think that it hasn't been applied to this specific business application. Mm-hmm. Yeah, create your own, you know, create your own little small buying group and, you know, have people join in with you who are looking to really do what, what your business model is, you know, and I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of food trucks out there and smaller restaurants who would definitely be interested, you know, and if they are listening to this podcast, you know, hey, reach out to Sean, you know, and say, let's, let's talk about that, that buying group. Oh, stop in and see us. Um, we're, we're open to all ideas. You know, we're very interested in community engagement and we want to see Harford County thrive in the surrounding counties as well. You know, anybody that's out there grinding, trying to make a living, you know, we want to see you do well. Right. If there's anything we can do to help that, we certainly want to. Absolutely. Yeah. So how do we, uh, if we want to reach out to you, how do we get in touch with you, Sean? Well, you can reach us on our website, which is www.horizonfoodstore.com. Right now, we only have a landing page, but if you go on there, you can actually request our current price list and inventory sheet. We're going to probably, we're updating regularly, but we're probably going to update the sheet every two to three weeks. Um, We're on social media, Facebook, Horizon Foods in Joppa, Maryland. We have an Instagram, but I'm not versed in that yet, so I spend most of my time on Facebook. And other than that, the best way is to stop in to 704 Pulaski Highway, Joppa, 21085, between Monday and Friday, 9 to 4, Saturdays, 9 to 2. Um, one thing about that, we're, we're currently reviewing trends, and we may actually close on Mondays or open late on Tuesday and extend our hours on Friday and Saturday. We just, we've been at it such a short amount of time, we don't have the market data yet to know, you know or what are we not providing for the people that need us the most. So right. it's all a big learning experience as we go. Right. I like that. I like that. Well, Sean, I really appreciate you spending the time to come on and I'm glad we got our technical difficulties worked out so we could get this up. And, uh... <laughs> no, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for sticking to Absolutely. it and making sure we got it done. Absolutely. And, um, you know, like I said to our listeners, anybody that's listening, 
you know, you're in a food truck or a small business, small restaurant, and you need food, reach out to Sean, talk to him and start that buying group, get involved, help the, help the community. You know, we look forward to meeting everyone, Chuck. And I really appreciate you reaching out, man. I'm looking forward to meeting you myself. Absolutely. We will definitely hook up soon and, um, I will talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks right, everyone. Sean. Thank you, Chuck. Hey, you got it. Enjoy your evening. Talk to you soon. Yep, have a good weekend, bud. You too. Bye. Thank you. You've been listening to the QAC team podcast with your host, Charles Luttrell. Today, we took you beyond the restaurant table and into the kitchen with leaders and business owners in your community. For more information, visit us at qacteam.com or Facebook and Instagram at qac.team. Thanks for listening.